Good morning, Hillside. It is Friday morning, and uh, as per the norm over the last year and a half or so, we've been gathering every Friday morning to look at God's Word together. Uh, granted, I am a little early today. I have a meeting at 9, so uh, nevertheless, I wanted to get in a little time with you looking at God's Word, and today we're going to be looking at uh, the Old Testament lectionary text for this upcoming Sunday. Uh, since it's not going to be preached on, nevertheless, we can take a little bit of time to look at what it has to say. It's a short little passage from Isaiah 35, but it is a passage packed with hope, and especially uh, hope in times like so many of us are are facing and so many of us are feeling on any given day. So it begins at Chapter 35 of Isaiah, verses 4, and goes to verse 7, at least the very beginning of that verse. It says, Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Now, when you hear those kinds of words, on the one hand, there's some people that hear it and say, Okay, yeah, that's right, I need to buckle down. I need to... I need to get back up and face the world. I need to beat this anxiety into the ground. And indeed, there can be something to that. Let me read it again. It says, say to those who have an anxious heart, be strong, fear not. On the other hand, there's another way of hearing that, which if you're in the throes of anxiety, paralyzed by anxiety or depression, or feelings like giving up. Hearing someone say, be strong, fear not, well, can just feel like one more impossible thing that you don't have the ability to do. You say, be strong. <laughs> I'm so beaten down and so weak, I don't feel like I can get out of bed. What are you talking about, be strong? I have no strength left. I don't even feel like I can eat. I'm so overwhelmed by the circumstances of my life right now that the last thing I need is one more command to do something. Well, this isn't a command in isolation. It's not a command for you to do something in and of yourself. In fact, the command is connected directly to the reasons why we can find strength and even, yes, not be afraid in the midst of anxiety and trying times. He continues, Behold your God. Behold your God. Look at your God. Don't look to yourself. Don't look to your own strength. Don't look to your own abilities. Don't pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. No, no, no. Throw out all your self-help books. Forget all that right now. Behold your God. Look to your God. Look up. This could be, if anything, just a simple call to pray. I can't tell you how naturally I want to try and pull my own bootstraps up. I want to try and do things myself. It's my natural tendency. It's my habit in life. It is my ultimate Weakness. In fact, it is what often leads to so much anxiety. But behold your God. Don't look to yourself. Look to God. And what do we look to? Well, we remember a bunch of things that are going to happen 
that he is going to bring to pass in order to quell the anxiety that so easily overwhelms us. He says, Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. In other words, folks, there's going to be a day where all the wrongs will finally be made right, where justice will finally be served, where all the things that you scroll past on social media that drive up your anxiety, all the news programs that you watch on a daily basis that make you want to jump out of your skin, all the family strife that causes you to worry endlessly, all of that one day... <laughs> is going to be repaired. God will take vengeance on those who reject him, but on those who believe in him, who embrace him, he will save. That's the promise that we are called to look to. In other words, when we're in the throes of anxiety, in the throes of hardship, we're called not to do something, but to look to someone and to remember what he's going to do. Look ahead. Yes, Jesus says, live for today. And we are to live for today. And so in this moment, if you're facing anxiety, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath, relax, and be calm. But at the same time, look ahead. Look to what's coming. Look to what God promises he will do for you. He continues in verse 5 describing what God is going to do when he finally comes back. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the, leap, the lame man leap like a deer and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The burning sand shall become a pool, and the thirsty ground spring of waters. In the haunt of jackals where they lie down, the grass shall become reeds and rushes. I think you pretty clearly understand the big idea of what Isaiah is promising. God is the one who's in the business of taking nothing and making it into something. He's in the business of taking that which brings death and bringing out of it life. God is in the business of restoration. Maybe the biggest theme throughout all of the scriptures from beginning to end, if you want to know what the end is, it is entirely restoration, but even better than the way it started. You know, sometimes us more theological types like to describe the Bible in basically four or five acts, but essentially you have creation, that's the first act. You have the fall, that's the second act. You have God's redemption, that's the third act. And then you have God's ultimate restoration, that's the fourth act. Indeed, this is the promise. Restor restoration is coming where joy will only be the buzzword, where 
the places that were once deserts full of nothing but death will be filled with streams and where waters will break forth in the wilderness, where all our maladies like blindness and deafness and lameness will be healed and instead it will be replaced by sight and hearing and leaping like deer and our tongues shouting the praise of God. So, in light of that, I say to you who have an anxious heart, be strong. Fear not. Your God knows, and he is preparing a place for you that will far outdo anything you can possibly fathom in this world. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let's pause for a word of prayer. Father, thank you that in the midst of our hardships and our anxieties and our overwhelming times in which it feels like we don't have any answers in the midst of uh, <clears throat> us spinning around which anxiety causes us to do that you take our heads and you point our eyes in the direction of what you are preparing of what's coming let us fix our eyes on that today father so that no matter what comes our way today, we might have strength to endure it, looking forward to that great day where all things are finally restored. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, folks. Thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you uh, soon. And uh, join us on Sunday at 10 a.m., either here or in person. God bless.